This is a broadcast of SmallCapVoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. SmallCapVoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of SmallCapVoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. You're wired in smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome one, welcome all to another online business briefing brought to you by smallcapvoice.com, where we shine a spotlight on some of the smartest and freshest plays here in the market today. And to that end, we are speaking to Izon Network Incorporated. The company's traded on the OTC markets under the ticker symbol IZNN. I want you to learn more about the company by visiting their website, izonnetwork.com. That's I-Z-O-N network.com as well as izongolf.com and that is izongolf.com. We're lucky enough to be joined by the CEO of the company today, Tim Ummel. Tim, how are you today? Doing great. Thank you very much, Stuart, for having us on. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time to call and speak to your company's shareholders, as well as our listeners to the program. And for those listeners who aren't familiar with IZON yet, let's learn about the business model and the markets for IZON Network Incorporated. Go ahead, Tim. Sure. Happy to. So IZON Digital Media Network operates and focuses all of our attention into a very specific vertical called the digital out-of-home. Digital out of home is really where you see screens today. They might be in an elevator, a gas station pump, a Panera Bread, somewhere in a mall. All those digital out of home screens have become really the way that the world is communicating with their consumers. The challenge is, is you never know who's at the gas station pump, how long were they there, and are they really a target or not a target. What the Eyes on the Media Network does that's very different from our competition is this. We only focus on an area where a consumer already exists. That means that our business-to-business customer has got their consumer already at their business utilizing their services. We then focus only on premium consumers. And we define premium steward as a group of individuals that are the same as a Wall Street Journal reader. Highest household income, discretionary spend, multiple purchases on consumer goods and services per year. We know we have a premium audience that's captured, that's already there, Number three, we have them for the longest, what we call dwell time. The shortest we have them is 55 minutes, upwards of four and a half hours. And then on top of that, we've built our own proprietary entertainment and media platforms in which we then dispense those out through tenant screens that our consumer can then absolutely interact with us. 
That's called an owned and operated network. And Aizen is one of the only, if not only, owned and operated network for premium users in places where those premium consumers are there the longest. And our two focuses are, A, the world of golf. We deploy these into golf cart fleets. And then in, a, in the future, starting in 2020, will be into what we call eyes on ride in the back of luxury vehicles, which would be the same as a, an Uber black car. Uh, happy to expand on both, but that's kind of the summary for you, Stuart. Wow, fascinating stuff, and I loved it. When you said four and a half hours, I really didn't know how you'd be able to do that, but then what's a round of golf? Well, it's about four and a half hours, so you do have a captive audience, and then you brought in Uber Black and some of these in the business of livery where you've got the limousines, you've got the limo buses, you've got the wine tours that go in these uh, longer vans, so you really do have a captive audience for a good amount of time. So let's learn a little bit about you as our guest today and the management team for the company, and then we will, as you mentioned, dig deeper into these offerings. Go ahead. Sure. So we're very blessed to surround ourselves with a great team that I was kind of able to handpick. Um, I'll start with, though, our largest shareholder. Our largest shareholder is a group here in Scottsdale, Arizona, where we're based, and we actually are in the same building, uh, called KG Investments. KG Investments uh, is a group that's led by Alan Kaplan and Giles Somerville, and they are truly a private family office. It's been focused on investing in the technology space with direct and secondary investments for over the last 20 years. Um, Alan is very well known for being the chairman and co-founder of Limelight Networks and then Global Center and multiple other companies that have had large public exits. Along with them, we joined together, and I've had a 25-year history in the media and technology and golf world. I was able to bring in a, a very seasoned CFO, Vicki Witte, who's taken companies public, and then our COO, Jason Stickler, is one of the finest I've ever seen when you blend operations with finance and deployment. Um, and then from there, we've built out a, a very blessed team that is cohesively working together to deploy as many screens as we can into the public sector to take advantage of our content and media partners that are looking to find those audiences on a day-to-day basis. Excellent. Well, that's a delineating factor for many companies as a strong, seasoned, and experienced management team that you just outlined for us. Let's learn a little bit more about the company by reviewing 2019. What do you see as some of the major milestones for the company so far this year? It's been a lot. Um, uh, we're all 90-hour weekend kind of guys and, and ladies that, uh, that are striving towards this, this goal, but if I had to pick a few, one of the biggest disruptors that we've had um, and I'll, I'll try to just give it to three to five of these, but, but probably one of the largest is we created technology that we knew would allow us to never have to be reliant on our partners. And by that, I mean in the vertical of golf, those that manufacture golf carts also control the batteries in those carts. In the past 20 years, if you were going to put screens in a golf cart fleet, you would take a screen and mount it to the cart, run a power cord down through that cart and under the seat where the gas or electric or lithium battery actually is, and then hook it up and, and try to put a converter in there so you could power your tablet. We realize that as the future goes on, if you ever are limited to that power, you're most likely going to have an issue for powering that device. Woke up one night, as all entrepreneurs and inventors and, and founders do, and you go, wait a minute. They made a backup battery for a cell phone called a Mopi and a case. Why couldn't you make your own backup battery for a tablet? Ten inches, but it's just bigger. So from that, we actually designed hired an engineering team, figured out how to actually do that, and we're very proud to now what we call cut the cord. 
So all these golf courses that have to have people fly in, spend three days, tons of time to install them, we now are very different. A, we're the only agnostic provider that's out there today. We fit across all brands of golf carts, which is disruptive in itself. Number two, we can send a, a pallet of 80 tablets to a golf uh, property. Their maintenance team can simply put two U-bolts on that golf cart, mounting bracket, turn it on. The SIM card is already live, and it powers up. They have action that exact day. So we call that cut the cord, and it was gone over incredibly to the degree that we now have over 500 golf courses in our backlog waiting and wanting our product. Uh, number two, we became what we call an MVNO. Um, an MVNO is a mobile virtual network operator. And because we deliver all of our services to these tablets through a carrier, think of T-Mobile, AT&T, Sprint, Verizon, well, if you are an MVNO, that means you're at the highest level, so you're buying carrier cellular service as a wholesaler. But in addition, we can shop across all of those carriers to determine what's the best fit for golf course X and city Y that gives them the greatest amount of coverage, but yet we can charge the least amount, and we can then pay the least amount. So that was a big disruptor that, that no one in our industry has ever even thought about doing, uh, let alone has done. Third, we introduced what we called, as I said, um, Eyes on Ride. Eyes on Ride is very simply put, for a quick explanation, if we're here in, in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I call an Uber Black or an Uber, there's a big difference. I can take an Uber to the Phoenix Airport. The 25-mile ride is going to cost me 28 bucks. If I call an Uber Black, that same ride is going to cost me $58. Same distance traveled, same amount of time in the car. It just happens to be a different vehicle. Well, if I'm willing to spend $30 more as a man or woman to do the same activity, and I'm Rolex Watch, would I love to speak to that person that's going to spend that much more to do the same exact thing? Well, we identified a way. We've now done an agreement. There's a group called an Association of Drivers in the Tri-State New York area that is 100,000 Uber drivers, of which 40,000 of those drive Uber Black. But we came to them as an association and said, the reason you're an association is to lower the premiums for your car insurance, create a health, medical, and dental benefit for all the drivers for them and their family that they do not have, and eventually start a retirement fund. What if we came to you and we gave you a portion of the advertising that we make to your entire association that you could then take from top down, lower the premiums for all drivers? How big of an impact would that be? Stuart, I got to tell you, they went crazy. They said, we absolutely would do that because now we're doing this from the top down. So we have an agreement to do 40,000 vehicles next year. And we're working on another group that has over 10 million rides in the, as you indicated, the luxury van and, and luxury tour bus space. So eyes on it very specifically. Again, it's a premium audience that chose to pay an elevated amount. They're there an average of 55 minutes. Think of it from LaGuardia, Newark, or JFK into Manhattan. It's a long, long dwell time to a captured audience that wants to interact with that entertainment platform. We stay very hyper-focused and very critically focused on who our target is, and we don't waver from that. So Eyes on Ride was our, our next big one. Uh, after that, we announced the acquisition of a group called Somo Audience. Somo Audience in the advertising world is an SSP. They're on the supply side. And what we realized is by taking their technology into Eyes on and a team of nine that now only enhances our entire um, overall team, that allows us to take to a premium space of demand partners and gives them real-time access into this premium audience. And so that's already been integrated. 
It's been taken live, and then over the last eight weeks, Stuart, we've signed 15 new ad integration partners. Verizon Media, Rubicon, Broadsign, HiveStack, just to name a few that are all realizing, wait a minute, we've never had access into this world of premium audience and viewers for dwell time. Where do we sign it? How quickly can we integrate? So that's all happening as well. And finally, on October 10th, we announced uh, we're doing a private uh, pre-IPO uh, on the Canadian Exchange funding round of seven million Canadian, eight and a half million uh, here in the states that will, will allow for the raise. Um, it gets a big discount to the IPO, uh, a guarantee on the value cap. But we put a syndicate together. Our book runner is Gravitas Securities, accompanied by Eight Capital on the institutional side and Mackey Research on the retail side. Wow, what a great time to be taking a closer look at Eyes on Network Incorporated. You gave us so much in that section that we can go back and get a summary on. Listeners, again, the delineating factor, the differentiation that they've made for their competitors, the way they have targeted this market and understand the segments. I love what you did with the drivers out of New York City and their association. These are big moves. So what's left? What are some of the goals for the company in the remainder of 2019? act on the strategy that we've laid out over the next 12 months. So once this private financing round is coming in, it's purely being used for growth capital, as well as we acquire our and procure our hardware, which are the tablets and the cases and the batteries, and then we deploy those across golf courses. And I kind of use the term uh, quite daily, rinse and repeat. If you just continually do that, because we've built up such demand by advertisers, ad agencies, and buyers for brands, the more inventory we give them, the more we've already got pre-sold. So for us, 2019, the remainder in the first part of 2020, is just stay critically focused on execution, amazing customer service, and allow our team to just push every single day to become even better at what we're doing uh, for our B2B partners. Well, since you are immersed within this industry, I'd like to ask you as our guest today to give us kind of a state of the union. What's happening out there in your market space and how it's affecting how you navigate within this space? I think it's, you know, the two big ones are this. There's this term that you read about every day in the newspaper, whatever your paper of choice is, the fight for eyeballs. The fight for eyeballs is this. Linear TV in the home is dying rapidly. The only value to the local TV station today is to the morning, the afternoon, and evening news. They need what we call audience extension out into their marketplace. So it's been very interesting for us just to watch this trend, and we would call it even a wave that's coming. How do I extend my audience when I'm a dying industry? Because right now we can all stream on Roku or Hulu or Amazon Prime and stream our content, and the local CBS, NBC, and ABC stations are trying to figure out how do we reinvent themselves. Well, Icon is one of those solutions that bridges the gap to that extension of the audience into your hyper-local market, because if I have 10 golf courses in the Phoenix area, I can provide NBC local affiliate station an extension of their audience and let them take their content and marketing out to that audience. And number two, a really big piece of the steward in the, in the world today is this digital out-of-home space. As I started out in the beginning, we're now literally at a gas station and the, the screen of the gas station pump is talking to us. We go into a coffee shop to order and we can pre-order on a screen. We're no longer looking at static billboards on highways. They're all digital. Think of Times Square is now gone to middle America. Well, when you have all that digital noise, as I would call it, out in the market, how do you rise above and separate yourself 
when you're trying to talk to, let's just take the airline world. If I'm JetBlue, if I'm Virgin Atlantic, if I'm United, I'm Southwest, how do I reach my real target? Well, think of this. Golf courses, we have sectors called resort golf courses. When you travel to be that destination, if I'm that travel destination golf resort, and I know that that person playing there is a person that travels, and I'm an airline, I would absolutely love to reach them directly while their action is taking place that either be top of mind to use me again next time or make a different choice for my next time that I travel to use airline A versus airline B. So we're giving them this hyper-critical ability to target their exact consumer where their consumer sits today. And that's what's not been done before, and you'll see that shift is happening in this digital out-of-home space. Ticker symbol I-Z-N-N for Eyes on Network Incorporated. Well, Tim, I want to thank you so much for your time here today. Fascinating company, and really the rubber is hitting the road for your company right now, and that's when we want to talk to a company like yours. Listeners, what do we say? The smartest and freshest plays out in the market today. Tim Ummel, CEO of Izon Network Incorporated, traded under the ticker symbol I-Z-N-N. Tim, thanks for your time today. Thank you, Stuart. Greatly appreciate it. Absolutely. For Tim Ummel, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com.